Welcome Airway to Sport Focus. I'm your host for the day, Elegusa. And I'm here with the amazing crew, Mr. Saucy, Frank, and Didi. So today, we're breaking down Liverpool's shocking collapse as well as debating who the most improved player has been and a lot more. So Mr. Saucy, leading up to the game, Liverpool has been bad and we're coming off two brutal defeats at home to Berlin and Brighton. Pep, on the other hand, had never won at Anfield as a Man City manager and to get his first victory, he needed to earn Liverpool their third consecutive home loss, a feat that has never been attained in over five decades. As we all know, City ran as, as 4-1 winners, so what's your take from the game? Well, for me, it's always a pleasure to watch City and Liverpool play because that game can never be boring. These are two titans of modern-day Premier League football. Like I've been saying in previous shows, City, they are the best team in the league and you can't, you can't beat them. I've said this and they are going to go on to win the title and that was proven in the last game against Liverpool. Because Liverpool, they are the defending champions. So to set your benchmark for the new season is to beat the defending champions. And not only that, they won them at home at Anfield, their fortress. <laughs> I know Alisson had a lot to play in that game. But Liverpool, they were very, 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 very boring. They were lackluster. They didn't create enough chances. The only goal they scored was that Salah penalty. And that was even a dive. Yes. Yes, that has nothing to do with Diaz, you know, being in my FPL. And even got the yellow card for that horrendous Salah dive. And I won't even bring this to VR conversation. No, no, no. But all in all, Liverpool, they were poor. City, they ran away with it. And it was a very nice game as for me because I knew this will happen, that Liverpool will be beaten seriously. I don't even know if we predicted, you know, two goals at most, but it was expected. So, David, what do you have to say from the game? All right, thank you, Mr. Sossi. But I have one very important point I have to say. What rhymes with bias, Ruben Diaz? You are being very biased, Mr. Sossi. I know this is because you have Diaz in your defence, in your FPL. That was not a dive for Salah, sorry to say. Please, it was the right call from the ref. Please, let's stop it there. See, please, please, let's not be biased here. Please, 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 calm down. That was the right call. But anyway, Liverpool, it was a total shit show. It was a shit show from Liverpool. Defensive-wise, it was just sad. Alice practically sold the game. Sold the game very cheaply to Man City. It was very sad. And I think one problem Liverpool is having, yes, in the previous show I said, yes, they have this problem with chemistry for the fact they don't have Van Dijk. But the fact that midfielders are playing as centre-backs, I don't, it's actually showing now that they are not defenders. They are being exposed by better teams. See, they've lost at home three times in the same season. It's a fact that these players, they are midfielders, they are not defenders. They cannot substitute for defenders. It was a very sad game. Yes, we are complaining about the fact that, yes, the front three, they've not been scoring. But at a point, it looked as if the game was coming back for Liverpool. They actually equalised. And I was even thinking myself, like, yeah, I actually predicted the right score. It was going to be 2-1. But sadly, the defence could not keep up. That was the sad part. Because when a team gets scored on, they become demoralised. So I think at that point, when, when City got their next goal, that's when it all went down for Liverpool. So one thing I believe that Klump has to find a way to sort out his defensive problem. Unless Liverpool does just keep spiraling down and I don't know. I don't know going to end for them, man. Okay, I think an important part of Man City Liverpool, the Man City um, Liverpool game is the fact that the two teams play a counter style to each other. 
It's almost like a battle of sales. Manchester City want to pick you apart with passes and Liverpool want to press. And they, their styles of play is a counter to each other. If you want to stop teams from passing out from the back and getting passes into you, you need to press. And if you, the only way to beat the press is the way Manchester City plays. So it is always going to be a very entertaining game of football, Manchester City, Liverpool. And I talked about this last week when we were talking about Liverpool. They have specific type of players in midfield that suits the press that they play. But those players cannot create or are not the most creative players to get chances for, for the team. And like Sosi said, they barely had chances in that game. And the Salah dive, obviously, should not have counted. Um, but, but yeah, Liverpool need to, uh, apart from finding a way to create chances, an important part of the press is the defence. And you were saying it about Van Dijk going down. That defence has to be solid for the team to press. And I noticed this in the first half. Liverpool, we are not pressing as much. Because you cannot press when you know your defence is uh, your defense is made up of midfielders. So you have to... They are compensating for their defence by not playing their style of football. And that is going to be a problem for them. Definitely, with whenever Van Dijk plays, you see them press because they know they have a solid foundation. But now, without that defence... The press is no longer there and that is not the Liverpool that we know. Thank you Frank for those points and also those were good points from you guys. And yes, those Alice mistakes contributed a lot to the loss. Now we're going to have an interesting debate on who the most improved player is. Almost every year we see players improve and we have a few this year like Emi Martinez has been really good, Callum Wilson improved from last year and Lacazette has been good. But Dede, who is the most improved player in the EPL? Okay, for me the most improved player in the EPL this season has been Ike Godogan. Man has been amazing, he has been brilliant for Man City. Yes, Aguero has been injured but he really stepped up during this period when Aguero was not available. De Bruyne right now is missing in action due to the injury, but Ike Goodman really impressed me. He really left viewers in awe this season. Like He has nine goals currently, and that is way better than he did last season. I believe last season he had only two goals, and he has been brilliant. Imagine the previous match against Liverpool. Man was so, yes, he missed the penalty, but what did he do? He stepped up and scored two goals against Alisson, a really good goalkeeper. So I'm really impressed with Ike Goodwin this season. Sassi, what do you think? <laughs> well, for me, there's only one right answer, and that has to be Mason Distort Mount. Mason Mount has improved greatly. Uh, Mason Mount has improved greatly since he was, he was at the academy. Last season, he came up from the academy, his first senior season at Chelsea, and he stepped up to the tax. He had 12 goals improvement last season, and now this season is already halfway there. And Mason Mount makes you love the game. It makes you want to play football because the passion he has for the game, the work rate, the energy he puts into football, it's, it's unbelievable. When Chelsea got Kai Havertz, we all thought Mount was done at the club. But now Mount is, this, Mount is starting over Havertz. Even if Havertz has been playing poorly, Mount starts over Havertz. Mount is on, on almost all the set pieces. He's a joy to watch. And he's, that, that's the reason why he starts for England. Mount has been really great and he has improved greatly and... Is the only correct answer for me. <laughs> okay, um, 
usually I start by saying those were good points from you guys, but frankly, those were not. You see what I did there, Frank, frankly. Those were not. The most improved player in the Premier League has been <laughs> has been Jack Grealish. Now I know the pushback <laughs> I know the pushback to the Jack Grealish the old Jack Grealish stuff is that he has always been a good player. Jack Grealish has always passed the eye test in the Premier League. You watch Aston Villa, you know who the best player is instantly. Jack Grealish. Everything Aston Villa does goes stream. I mean, last year, he, he was second in chances created, only behind Kevin De Bruyne with 91. He had six assists, eight goals, which is not a bad feat. But Aston Villa finished 17th on the last day of the season. This year, Jack Grealish has doubled his assist early. I think he's, he's on 10, which... Which is okay. He has six goals already, so he's going to completely crush his goal scoring tally. And he was above 50 chances created by the end of January. So we know he's going to do that. So with Jack Grealish this year, the improvement is not just that he's passing the eye test, because he has always been good. But now he has the numbers to back it up. And he has carried Aston Villa from a team that was struggling to stay in the Premier League to a team that can stay in the top 10 and possibly pass the likes of average teams like Arsenal and possibly, you know, Chelsea if Frank Lampard was still there. So for me, the most improved player in the Premier League um, is Jack Grealish. Thank you and give me my trophy. Well, that has been an interesting take from you guys. So right about now, we'll be going on a short break. But when we get back, we'll be discussing who the worst signing of the season has been. Interesting, right? So stay tuned. Manchester City is still alive here. Balotelli, Aguero! Welcome back to Sports Focus. We'll be discussing who the worst signing of the season is, but first, a rundown of the weekend games. To start the week, Aston Villa completed their first double against Arsenal in 38 years, Oli Watkins scoring the only goal in the contest, Bolly and Brightling played a one-all draw, Newcastle against Southampton produced a five-goal thriller, Newcastle running at TV2 winners, West Ham and Fulham drew blanks and Carvet Lewin scored with the last kick of the game to serve it an away point against the man against Man United. Hurricane returned with a bang as Pauls beat West Brown 2 There were no goals in the Wolves and Leicester games and in what and in what was the game of the weekend, Man City put four goals past Liverpool at Anfield. Thomas Tuchel remained unbeaten as Chelsea manager with a 2-1 away win against Sheffield and to end the week, Leeds won at home against Palace, Meslier performance. In that one, took Mr. Sussi back to the top of our FPL draft table. We are now going to discuss another interesting topic. Almost every team invests in the summer to bring the best of the best to the club. Sometimes you get a Bruno, other times you get a Morata. So Frank, who has been the worst signing so far this season? Okay, but we the worst signing of 
this season so far has to be the so-called new Ozil Kai Havertz. Um, this is a player that was signed for an excess of 75 million, brought into the team um, to take over from Macy Mount, who I have labelled as mediocre before, and yet he cannot get himself into the team. Um, so for me, I, I think I don't know how or how to explain his lackluster performance so far because this is a player that we saw that could do everything at Bayern Leverkusen he could play left wing right wing as a center forward or as a number 10 but so far under Frank Lampard and even under Tuchel he's not getting the chances he has not been able to show that intelligence that we saw him show at Bayern Leverkusen that made him play those many positions um, so far this season so for me considering the prize that he was bought and the level of player that he was at Bayern Leverkusen, he clearly has been the most underperforming signing of the season so far today. Who is your choice? Thank you. Hater. Hating on Chelsea. Okay, for me, I believe the most transfer this season has been Gareth Bell because there was so much expectation, so much, like, I expected so much from him when I heard that Gareth Bell was coming back to Tottenham. It was supposed to be like a coming back of like a desire to the club, someone that really started at Tottenham and was a really great player. I expected so much from him. Yes, there were injury rules that kept him down, but it has been sad because you can tell that he has had no influence on the club whatsoever. I expected like a front three of you no know, Bill, Kane and Yumin Song, you know, something very nice, but he has been nowhere to be found. This MIA, if he's not injured, even when he's playing, he's still missing in action on the pitch. So to me, it has been Gary Bell. He has been underperforming. Sussy, what do you think? Well, for me, there's only one obvious answer, and that has to be the Dutch machine, Donny van de Beek. When Manchester United was signing van de Beek, I kept on asking, where where will he play? How will they integrate him into the team? And that was exactly what happened. You spend over 40 million on a player, and he can start. He has had 12 appearances this season, and 10 of them have been off the bench. That has been so sad. And when he's playing, it does not even feel like he's part of the team. And this was a this was a star at his former club, always having 10-plus goals involvement over the seasons. And this is a regular at the Champions League, but now we can't even get into the first team. In my United first team, when McTominay and Fred start, it's so sad. And Van der Beek has been very underwhelming. He has just had that solitary goal this season and it has been very, 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 very depressing to watch. So for me, Van der Beek has been, has been the worst signing of the season. Okay, with that, we'll be wrapping up to this episode. Hope you get had a great time listening to us and please, we'd love to see you in our next episode. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, goodbye. Goodbye. Can you hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me now? Can you hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me, hear me now? It is Kieran Chippier, it is the-